I was born to be a mower, a mower, a muck. I was born to be a mower, yeah, I'm covered in grass, yeah, I'm slinging weed whackers, yeah, I'm making the cash. Hey everybody, the world tour continues. This week, we're in Canada. We're going to be talking to Kristen Briggs, who is from Jacksontown, New Brunswick in Canada. She's going to talk about mower racing from the Great White North, and it's a pretty interesting conversation, so you're going to want to stick around. If I had a million dollars, if I had a million dollars, well, I'd buy you a house, I would buy you a house. All right, Controversy Corner this week, we're going to talk about the new guys. So... We've had people come into the sport, and usually they ask them to start off in the lower classes, such as GP or Superstock or IMO or anything like that, unprepared chassis. Should we still do that? With the rising cost of mower racing, it can get a little pricey, but once again, we also need to keep safety in mind. So what do you think? Should someone be allowed to come in with no racing experience and jump on a single or a twin? Or... Should we require them to run some races on the lower, little slower classes like FXG or the GP classes? What do you think? I mean, I don't know that it's a bad idea. I started off in GP and I learned a lot. Tell me on the Facebook page, uh, Live from the Kraken with Dozer Dave, see what you think. Should we let people start off in the faster classes or make people start off in the slower classes? Jump on Live from the Kraken with Dozer Dave's Facebook page and tell me what you think. I'd like to hear your opinion. There you guys, we're going to talk about the ALS race, and I'm going to talk about a couple things. We, we put out the list of trophied classes that we're going to have, but once again, all classes are welcome. We will find a spot for you, and if I run out of trophies, I will buy some and ship them to you later. I want to make sure that all the kids and all the traveling mowers go home with trophies, but we will find trophies for you if we run out, I promise you that. But one of the things I've got a couple questions on, and people go, what the hell is the mutant race? Well, the Mutant Race is something new we're going to be doing this year. We're going to try something a little different. Over a 12-mile, they have these guys who build their mowers for their rules. And they don't necessarily fit into the way we build our mowers. They're mutants. So we're going to allow them to come over and have their own race. We're not going to break them up into classes. Those guys are going to come over and race with us and have a good time. And then they're going to see all the other kind of classes we run. And then maybe they're going to want to get into some different classes. So it's going to be a lot of fun. But we are going to have all the hits, of course, FX Single, FX Lite, FXG, BP, CP, GP Twin, GP Kids, also known as JP, Minimo, IMO. All the hits are going to be there. Bunch of go-kart classes. So, man, you got to come on out. It's going to be a great time. The Mowdown ALS is really shaping up to be well this year. I think we've got some people coming down from Canada. I've heard from people from South Carolina and from Canada and from all these other places in Florida and Georgia and Alabama and Minnesota and Wisconsin. A lot of people want to come to this race, so please get your mower. Get down here. It's going to be a good time. Once again, Friday the 22nd is going to be an open practice all day long. You get on the track. You run as much as you want. Get yourself dialed in for that race. Then, after the track's done, we're going to put on a big old fried chicken dinner for everybody, and that's going to be really, really good because I am not cooking. 
Then, if you guys want to sit around a bonfire and tell some stories, we can do that too. And then, of course, Saturday is going to be action-packed. We're going to have tons of raffles. Our raffle items are really ramping up. Lots of celebrity photos signed to Mow Down ALS for you guys to take home from Cobra Kai, from Grey's Anatomy, from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, both the series and the movie, actors from Friday the 13th, and something really cool, the star of the new movie Blue Beetle signed a Blue Beetle photo for us, so that's going to be worth some money someday. We have got photos from the Geico Caveman. Don't forget we have the signed Anthrax guitar for the raffle. We have got Dave Downing from Scary Movie who played Officer Doofy. We have Christy Swanson from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Tom Skerritt from Top Gun. We have got Peyton Liss from Cobra Kai. She has signed some photos. Jake the Snake Roberts, Charisma Carpenter, Stacy Dash from Clueless. Not to mention all the other really cool stuff we have. Daniel Joseph donated a really cool mechanics tool set, Cobalt mechanics tool set, and a gas grill. There's so much cool stuff. I mean, we have got a John Deere ride along. There's just so much. I'm looking at so much in my office right now. A T-Fall 10-piece cookware set donated by Mike Taylor. I mean, I, I can't even tell you how great this stuff is. We've gotten... A great response. I can't wait. Turbo Tim's bringing all his toys for the toy land again. Every kid's going to leave there with something. I promise you that. So bring everybody out. It's going to be so much fun. You guys are really going to dig it. It's a great day of racing. It's a great day of being with your mower family. Even if you've never been with your mower family, you've got a mower family. You need to come out and spend some time with us. We miss you. So it's Mow Down ALS, Two Brothers Speedway, September 22nd, 23rd, Chillicothe, Ohio. We will see you guys there. Fast cars, good life, what you waiting for? Grow up, perfect lives, knocking at your door. I've been working for myself. Hey, today my guest is Kristen Biggs, also known as Chrissy Biggs, from Jacksontown, New Brunswick, Canada. And she's going to tell us all about uh, racing up there in the great white north. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing well. Wonderful. So we were just talking a little bit before here of, of where you are on the map. So if you want to kind of explain to the listeners where you are in Canada and New Brunswick. So I'm actually uh, what's called a border town here in Woodstock, New Brunswick. We're in the east coast of Canada which would be the Atlantic provinces right by the Atlantic Ocean. We're about 10 minutes away from the U.S. actually. And a lot of us uh, go across the border for supper or shopping, that sort of thing, and come on back to Canada really easily. So, so you're only 10 minutes from the border up at Maine, right? That's correct. Nice, nice. I love Maine. I've been there. My, I have a brother that lives there. I love Maine. I've been there many times. And best fish in the world. Huh? It's pretty awesome. Yeah, we really enjoy it. We have lots of uh, outdoor opportunities to do, and uh, we fish, we hunt, we snowmobile every year, and uh, nice. so so many things to do, yeah. My brother tried to convince me to move up there, and I'm just like, dude, this is beautiful in the spring and fall and summer, but <laughs> no. <laughs> Unless you own a sled, you know, it, it yeah. makes it for a, a long winter for sure. You know, when I went up to Maine for work for a couple of weeks and, and my whole goal was to see a moose and I get up there and I said, man, I, I want to see a moose. He's like, I've lived here for like 25 years. I've seen two. So good luck. They're practically in our backyard. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
Nice. Yeah, we, yeah, we live on a hundred acre farm and uh, right uh, actually against an old lake and uh, we go wheeling and that sort of thing and see that stuff quite often. Yeah. That's awesome. So how many years have you been uh, racing mowers? Uh, three so far. Okay. And you mentioned your husband also races? He started in 2019. Yeah. Okay. That's kind of how I got the bug and got into it. Okay. And uh, just kind of followed along in his footsteps. And he took a break there last year just to kind of focus getting me going, getting the kids going. Oh, so I didn't know the kids raced too. That's fantastic. So uh, what classes do you guys all run? I mean, with you and then your husband and the kids. So the kids haven't actually started yet. They're uh, just getting a build going. But our class starts out what's called the mini-mo, yep. which would be age six here in the province. And then we work our way up through. We've got 10 different classes. Wow. Um, and we've got about 100 registered in what we call MB sod slingers. That would be kind of like our club. Okay. Um, there's different clubs throughout Canada, but that would be ours. And uh, probably an average of like 60 mowers a race. Wow. That is really good numbers. We're to the point now where some of our classes are running two to three heats every race so no yeah kidding. it's it makes for a good a good four hours of race and usually an evening that's awesome so what class are you running when i bought my mower in 2021 it was a super mod build now okay. i have recently moved up to mod x i always love to win the conversions so mod x is what we call an fx single so it's race tires okay. any build you want on a lawnmower engine correct Okay, so up here, it's kind of like we run pump fuel, horsepower doesn't matter, stock rockers, that sort of thing, and Mod X. Okay. Um, and then we would have like an FXS single class, which I also own one of those too. I've got two different mowers, so I kind of jump back and forth in classes, but uh, that kind of gives you some sort of an idea of what ours okay. looks like. So your Mod X is actually a step down from the FX singles? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I was wrong. All right. Look at that. And that's the one thing, if I could wave a magic wand, I want everybody to have the same vernacular <laughs> because everyone right. I talk to you from right. all over the world, we've all called them different things. So, well, that's really cool. And I looked up how far you guys were to come to the ALS race and you guys are about 24 hour drive. So that's a little we far. Are. Yeah. We are. <laughs> so maybe. Unfortunately, it is that far, but you know, we We'd like to, and our goal, uh, we've got a bunch of people up here that we want to make a journey downstate and make it happen. That would be fun. Um, and unfortunately, though, our race season, it's grown so much here that we're practically racing, you know, almost every weekend to every other weekend and, wow. and traveling a little bit throughout. And so it doesn't leave us much room. Our season starts in uh, May here and ends uh, late October. Okay. I thought you guys yeah. stopped with the first snowfall on July 4th, but that's good too. Yeah, so. we, we try to go as long <laughs> as we can until the ground freezes. Now, does your husband also race the same class as you? He was what was called um, our FXT, and okay. uh, then he, he sold his. He got my FXS single up and running. That's and a good currently man. He's working the, working the bugs out of it for me, and we're just kind of going back and forth with that. But uh, yeah, no, look, he's, he's the brains behind it. He works 
day and night um, awesome. in and getting it going. Uh, he's a machinist and uh, works at a machine shop. So nice. yeah, he's kind of going to get the brains for it and I do appreciate it. So <laughs> I am not a builder either. I, my talents, I'd like to think of the talents I do have mediocre as they may be lay in kind of the media end of things and the organizing end of things. And uh, Clifton right. Lamb built my mower and my, and my motor and my chassis. And it's a okay. C- CML is what it is. And, and I'm yes. the same way. I, I don't know much about it. <laughs> um, I can right. do basic stuff to it. You know, I can adjust valves and I can change oil. And, but, you know, when it comes to tearing in that motor, thank God for, for guys like him, man, because I just, I don't have the talent for that. And I really respect people that do. But, you know, it takes all different kinds of talents to make the world go around. So thank God for them. And, right. And that's a good man yeah. you have there that, that would sell his mower and, and get you going. So how old are your kids, and, and are they going to be doing the mini-mow? Is that their ages? or? Yeah, so um, they can start at age six or, you know, if they're going to turn six that year. Yeah. Um, my son is currently six, but uh, is kind of still toying with the idea. Now, my daughter's four and is begging to get on <laughs> one. Um, it runs apparently deep in the blood. So. Nice. They're the type of kids that we've got them going on stuff all the time. They've got the the dune buggies going around the lawn and the kitty cats in the winter and that sort of thing. So nice. they do have the itch. It's just getting uh, getting something go- up and running so that they can uh, take part in it. So we're hoping our goal is next year to see them out and about. That is fantastic. And and there is nothing more adorable than the Minimos. I mean, I think they're the oh, cutest yeah. little things in the world. And I know. we had a couple people uh, ask me about, you know, I just put out the list for the trophied classes for our race. And we said, absolutely, many most, absolutely. You know, sure. Yeah, we're going to make sure that they, yeah, they're, they're ones we love to watch. So, well, that's awesome. So, h- how many different tracks do you guys race at? I, you mentioned how busy you guys are. How many tracks do you guys go around and race at in your area? Just that I can think off the top of my head. Um, I can think of about nine but there are wow uh, that would be like nine consistent and then we've got some other ones that we've visited some new ones this year um and some and there are other options that we haven't tried yet so yeah it's 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 mostly um oval outdoor clay-based tracks except for one um, that we travel to about an hour away that's inside in a coliseum which makes it really fun so Is it like a slick concrete uh, or concrete on coke or it dirt? Is, it is still clay. Good. Um, we haven't done it. We haven't done a concrete yet. You don't want to. But uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it tears everything yeah. up. Uh, we did that a couple years ago uh, for up in uh, Michigan. We did a monster truck show and we did you know coke on concrete is what they call it and it broke everything on everybody's mower man. I mean it was breaking clutches, breaking bearings, breaking axles. It's just too hard on them, especially with the singles and the twins, which is much power as they put down. And when they do grip, there's no spin. And when there's no spin, that energy's got to go somewhere, and it's going to find the weakest point right. and break it. And right. that sucks. I get it. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm a big proponent. We did, we did our first indoor race down here in Kentucky this past winter, and it was a lot of fun. So they are they're yeah, a good time. All our track conditions are different, and uh, it, it kind of gives you a little challenge at – it shows who can drive, you know. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you, you got to adapt to what you have, and, and you're not you're not always racing the same size and the in the same conditions, and it it just gives a little edge. So.
All right, Big Dog Pizza. You know what I'm going to talk about, the delicious Big Dog Pizza. They're going to be our food vendor again this year at Modown ALS, September 22nd, 23rd, Two Brothers Speedway. Come on out, man. The pizza chips are to die for. They're delicious. Chris is going to be down there with his new bride, Crystal. Come on out and say hello to both of them. He did just buy the Big Dog Pizza Mower, so he may have that out there ready to run for you as well. So come on out. Check out Big Dog Pizza. Get yourself some food. If you're in the Cincinnati area, go to Westchester or Mason, one of their locations, or look up on the Food Finder app where the Big Dog Pizza truck is and go. You will not regret it. Has anybody ever regretted getting pizza? Yeah, when it's bad. Has anybody ever regretted getting Big Dog Pizza? Hell no, because it's the best pizza in the world. I'm telling you, it's delicious. All right, look for Big Dog. Get out there. Get yourself some food. Pizza's so good, you're going to forget your last tagline. All right, we're back again with Kristen Briggs out of Canada from New Brunswick. And you were telling us before the break, you guys race on nine different tracks. So tell us a little bit about the tracks. How, how similar and how different are they? I guess in the best words, they are all different. Like I said, they're uh, oval clay-based tracks. Conditions are always different depending right. on the weather and uh, depending on what kind of winter you had, for sure. Oh, um, yeah. But uh, it just uh, challenges you every time you go and you, uh, and you wonder. You prepare as much as you can and you try to gear the right way and, and hope for the best when you get there. But uh, it may be something totally different than you had in mind. No kidding. So, I mean, are they... You know, I'm sure you probably have all different sizes from large to small and, and everywhere in between. Is that usually the case? Yes. We've got some that are, are quite small um, where we have to uh, make the classes a little bit smaller than what we normally run just to keep it safe and, uh, you know, kind of even keel. Um, <laughs> mower, like mower we've, drivers we've would do some... something stupid. Come on. <laughs> I know. I know. Right. Right. Um, the fans love to see that, so yeah. you got to have a little drama. But right. uh, no, we've got some big ones too. We've got two that are actually, oh, 20, 25 minutes just from my home. Uh, one, my husband and I organize uh, the Woodstock track, and uh, one uh, that's uh, quite popular here is in Richmond Corner. That would be our biggest one that we have here in our local area. Um, we uh, traveled to St. Peter's Bay, Prince Edward Island, and that is quite uh, large as well. Mm. And then we've some some smaller ones and some smaller towns. Uh, you'd think you were going to the backwoods of nowhere uh, when you got there, but uh, <laughs> still good racing, just not as big and uh, super competitive. Yeah. Yeah. And, and some of the tracks we go to, like Limestone Valley, is actually in the backyard of somebody's house. And I remember one time I was driving somebody up there and they said, I've never been to a real racetrack. Well, let's not break that streak. <laughs> right. Yeah. This, we've, we've got some of that and we've got some that, you know, they do, they would pass as one, but uh, we've got one. Yeah. We go to Littleton, Maine and uh, he's got some banks on his turns and I'm nice. telling you that makes it fun and it's something we don't have here in Canada. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the, the mow down ALS track at two brothers. It's, it's got great banking. It's wide too. So it's, it's a super fun track to drive and, and yeah, I love the banking because the flat tracks, we get tired really fast turning those, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I'm telling you, there's muscles I've worked. I didn't know I even had when mm -hmm. I get off. 
Yeah, so I don't know if you listened to the last one, but, you know, over in uh, Britain, they just did 500 laps of 14 hours of racing. Isn't that insane? I can't imagine. Those guys are, those guys <laughs> and gals imagine. are just tough and tough. And, oh, well, cool. So I, I, we talked a little bit. You listened to the Ladies' Night podcast, and you said you were kind of with, with um, Alicia Goffis and Ashley Fletcher and um, yeah. Allie Carter. And so, and you, yeah. you, you said, you were just basically screaming at <laughs> the podcast the whole time. So, so tell us. I what, was. So those issues are kind of the same issues that you face racing against the guys. I probably would face some, I guess, some challenges where I feel like I have to prove myself a little bit more than the average guy every weekend, just uh, simply because my ponytail's flapping in the wind underneath my helmet. <laughs> but. Uh, uh, when I listened to that Ladies' Night podcast, I thought, I cannot get over how similar the issues and, and challenges we face um, are, is the same anywhere you go, I guess, for women's modern sports. But uh, I try to advocate for it as much as I can and, and try to, I'd like to see it grow here. And it certainly is. Our, our women um, have stepped up to the plate and we have got some competitive racing happening yeah. in some big classes. And I'm proud of that. Yeah, and that's the one thing you'll never see me promote or have at the ALS race is a powder puff race. I think that's just kind of degrading. And yeah. <laughs> some some people like it, and I'm not you yeah. know saying that you're wrong, but the way that yeah. I look at things is I've raced against Allie Carter a billion times, and she is the hardest person to pass I've ever been behind. And, you know, it's just skill. It's not about, you know, yeah, men might be a little bit stronger in the in the shoulders and stuff, but that doesn't really matter that much on the track because, you know, it, it's skill. It's how well you can wheel that machine and, and get that machine around the corners. And and absolutely, man. I mean, I, there's a lot of girls that we race with and that are, you know, um, Alicia and Ashley both that are on the Modown ALS board just are tremendous drivers, been driving since they were like six. So do you guys... Your new Brunswick group, are you guys, do you keep points per track or is it points per, you know, for the whole series of different tracks? I mean, how do you guys do that? Yeah, so we uh, currently do not keep um, points. We're not a point series. Our neighbors to PEI do that um, just within their own club and they allow us to still be part of their races and travel back and forth. But okay. we ourselves here for MB Sod Slingers do not. It's just take the glory for the evening and whoever wins. And uh, it depends upon who's organizing. It's either take-home trophies or some cash if you're lucky. Nice. Yeah, we don't really try to race for cash down here. I mean, some series did. And, and usually in the U.S., most of the clubs down here don't really race for cash. Some do, but the majority do not. And, and I like that. And I'm not bashing any club that does. I'm not. If that's what makes you happy, cool. You know, I've raced for money for a money race before, and hey, I took the money. I'm not, you know, call me a hypocrite, I guess. But, but I, I do like it going back to the whole idea of motor racing being a cheap sport and keeping it economical as much as we can. So, is yeah. the majority for just trophies up there, or is it cash and trophies, <laughs> or? Yeah, it's a it's a it's a mix now. Um, and just mostly for bragging rights, but, uh, I'm finding, we're finding 
since we've got so many mowers, it's getting so competitive and our classes are getting strong with a lot of horsepower, we're finding it's not as cheap as it once was to get right. into mower racing. And uh, some of our big classes, we're, we're running quite a few digits and numbers to make yeah. it all happen a weekend. So There was a series that ran for money down here, and I watched the, the especially like the twins and the singles, go from you could where you could got into a really good uh, single or twin for you know 3000 5000 US to 10 and 12 i mean literally doubled overnight and yeah guys started making these really wild body panels and all this other stuff and i'm just like man this just got out of hand quickly <laughs> you know and yeah. our yeah. club rules it's got to be a mower frame mower engine mower hood mower fenders they can be manipulated but you got to have those things. We're for the most part that too. And, and, uh, we've got some people hitting some five digits too. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Yeah. It's getting there. They're getting fancy and uh -huh. they're, they're getting pretty nice looking. We normally don't bash anybody here. I, I always try to keep it, you know, very, very pleasant, but off air, we were talking about one of the better, a couple of the better builders in the country. And one of them is yes. Michael Carrier out of Canada. And yeah, I'm going to let you yeah. tell that story if you'd like. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I do need to give credit to some of my engine builders. I've got Paul Guptel out of New Hampshire. That guy, he uh, does wonders for me. I'm telling you, he's magic. He, uh, he'll come up with solutions that we think, where did you come up with? But yeah. uh, I'm telling you, he's, he's let me win a lot of races the past couple seasons. And, That's uh, awesome. Brian Kerr. Um, oh, yeah. Helping out with my single. And uh, he's He's done some stuff for us too, but uh, yeah, I we just went up to what we call, I guess, uh, it would be northern. We call it the French country uh, up that way in uh, Atlantic Canada area here in New Brunswick. And uh, we got to uh, meet up with Michael Carrier uh, for the first time, got to meet him in person. My husband and my friend has done some corresponding back and forth with him, but I myself have never met him and it was, it was a pleasant experience, but uh, Got to throw my hat in, do a little racing with them, and it, it was fun. Yeah, that's awesome. And you beat him. Yeah, I did. I, I was pleasantly surprised, but we that's awesome. afterwards had a little chuckle back and forth with each other. But uh, we had fun. We uh, we were rubbing bumpers, and I could see him coming to the left, and I could see him coming to the right. But uh, it made it fun that way. Yeah, carrier performance has been. He he's really moved the sport you know, forward. I mean, I, I got a lot of respect for all three of the guys you talked about because it's, that's not an easy thing to do, especially the way they do it. And that's awesome. So one of the other things I want to ask is being a, a yank and I guess, and, and wanting to come up here and race, how hard is it to get your stuff across the borders back and forth now? Well, things have changed more with COVID, but, uh, when we went over, it was last year when we went over to Maine, um, it wasn't too hard. They didn't really, I, I'm not even quite sure if we even filled out paperwork. Okay. I know when we go snowmobile racing a little farther downstate, we got to go in and fill up some paperwork, but it's it's easy. You take a tag or whatever they call it and, and they send you on your way. But uh, no, we took the mowers over there last year and they asked us what we were doing, where we were going, and they kind of had an idea where we were headed. <laughs> so it, they didn't give us too much of a, problem but that's you know that's the benefits of a little border town they kind of 
understand and and know what what you're doing and you're yeah. not up to too much harm so so no issues yeah. carrying fuel back and forth across the borders or anything like that uh shouldn't do too much yeah to don't just get enough there to, yeah enough to get you one can or so yeah okay thing. yeah awesome well heck yeah man that sounds like fun and, and like i was telling you off air i i doing this podcast i get so excited and i want to go to these so many different places and you know, the, I, I love driving the crack and I love going to different parts of the world and the country. And But unfortunately, the wallet doesn't agree with me most of the time. And it just gets so expensive driving that thing at six miles per gallon. <laughs> so, yeah, it, you I know, get that. you got to pick and choose, that. pick and choose where you're going. But wow, well, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, well, Kristen, this has been. Yeah, we're, we're fortunate to have so many options that we do here. But uh I know a few of us want to explore some other stuff and come down your way for sure. Yeah, and whatever we can do, if you guys can get a group together or something, we would love to do whatever we can to help host you guys and get you guys down here and and doing some races with us. And, you know, I know uh, Lake Jam is another huge race. I think it's in Minnesota, and they have a lot of mowers show up for that. So that's something that might be a little bit closer for you. You know, it's something I'm sure we can find. We can find something to meet up with somehow, somewhere. I know the New York group has some good races and and things like that. So, yeah, it's great, man, because the nice thing about this is even if you've never met these people before, your family, you know, you, you know, you when you get there, you're going to be treated like family. And it's it's really nice. So but we would love to have you guys come down. I definitely want to come up there and check out some of this racing. So are the tracks being being clay and stuff? Are they fairly smooth? I mean, with the weather changing, or do you have to deal with a lot of bumps? To be honest, it's a hit and a miss. Yeah. Um, we've had some pretty good races in the past few weekends where we've lucked out. It's smooth. It's easy going, and you got a lot of grip. Um, and then, you know, we've we've gone places where we've had to pump the water off before oh. we headed out. Always Just fun. desperate to head for a race, you know, and get there and find find water on it you help out and you make it happen and and still be able to put a few laps on but yeah it's up and down i i find with either either we got the odd rock or the odd ledge or it could be smooth as glass you just never know yeah well awesome well Kristen, thank you so much for coming on i really appreciate it and uh, this has been no, awesome, thanks man. Thanks for the opportunity. Oh, no problem. Yeah, and, no, I had fun. And we got to do another ladies' night, and I think I'll have my wife host it and, and uh, you know, get you guys talking a, a little bit more about everything because the, when I did that podcast, I didn't have the lovely producers that I have now, and, and they make me sound so much smarter than I really am and make this thing sound so much better. You know, Jason yeah. Severance and Angie do so much for, for this podcast, and God love them. I just love them to death because of it, so... Well, awesome. Yeah, it has well, been great talking thanks. to you, and I'm sure we'll be hooked up and talk to you soon. Thanks. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. I want to thank Kristen Briggs for coming on all the way from up in Canada, coming down here and talking to us about mower racing up there. I had no idea how strong the mower racing community was up in Canada. We're going to have to talk to a lot more people up there, and i got to get the cracking up there, and I want to see some of this racing for myself. That sounds so much fun. As always, Live from the Kraken with Dozer Dave is produced by Jason Severance and Angela Sherald and Altered Minds Production. Want to remind you guys to come out to Mowdown ALS September 22nd, 23rd. We're going to be doing some pre-sale on t-shirts real soon, so be looking for the Facebook page for that. And got to thank the sponsors, Ohio Mower Racing Association, Michigan Mower Racing Association, Big Dog Pizza, Two Brothers Speedway, 
and so many more people that helped make all this possible. I just, I can't even list them all, but I love you all to death. Thank you guys for listening. The podcast is starting to pick up a little steam. Please tell your friends. We're in like seven countries now. It's really cool. So tell your friends, please email them the links and, and have them listen. And, and once again, if you want to be a guest coming on uh, Live from the Crack of a Dozer Dave, please contact me. I would love to hear your story. I think it would be fascinating. And our listeners love hearing the stories of all the racers from different parts of the country, different parts of the world. And even if you just race at your local track and you don't do the National Series, that's great. I want to hear about that. That sounds fantastic. So once again, check us out on Facebook, Live from the Crack and with Dozer Dave. You can message me there. You can message me on my personal page, Dave Sherald. It's spelled S-C-H-A-R-O-L-D, like Harold with a shuff. All right, we will talk to you guys soon. You all have a great day, and we will see you at the track.